Esteemed listeners, we're terribly sorry to have to relay the news that our keeper's audio during this production was haunted by a visitor gently rapping, rapping at the microphone. We apologize for the inconvenience and hope you can enjoy this thrilling episode of A God's Dream. All human thought, all science, all religion is the holding of a candle. Are we human because we gaze at the stars? Or do we gaze at them because we are human? When the stars were right, they could plunge the world in questions in the sky. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you are playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today... We will be playing session four of A God's Dream from Cults of Cthulhu, written by Chris Lackey, Mike Mason and friends and published by Chaosium. Who are you all playing and how are you today? How? I'm playing Officer Aaron Max and I'm ready for a chase scene. <laughs> oh, you just stole my pun. Brayden. <laughs> hey, Brayden here, playing your friend, V. Uh, and now we're next door to the former house of a rock star, Devon Razor. V would understand why the house is often said to be so unnaturally cold. And it has to be because of all the fans. (laughs) 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 They're getting more and more elaborate. Mm -hmm. Noxicals. I am playing Josh Simmons, and I think we should just let Aaron do this entire interrogation with Diana (laughs) Chase. Yes. Lydia. I'm playing Emily Strauss, and I know there's a housing crisis, but this is ridiculous. And I'm Fedra, your keeper for the day. And don't go chasing Diana in case she falls. Don't go chasing oh waterfalls. It's <laughs> <laughs> like halfway there. Oh my god. Don't wow. go chasing Diana in case she falls. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. Ah, Noxicals, tell us what happened last time. With so much confusion surrounding the disappearance of their friend Carl Day, there's only one thing the party can turn to. Google. Other search engines are available. Gathering at V's crib, our raring researchers start chasing down leads. The Church of Perfect Science is known worldwide as a religion, some might say cult, that expects unwavering loyalty from its members. There has been a spate of recent negative publicity as some lower-level members, or processed level one as the cult calls them, have left the organisation and spoken up about the strange practices and beliefs. Apparently they teach that the human race was created by evil aliens called Old Ones, but that these aliens were subsequently defeated by another entity called Kutu and his gang of Enlightened Ones. More scurrilous rumours also claim the cult have access to advanced alien technology and that they partake in strange sexual practices. Regardless, the church have a presence in Chicago, a potential avenue of investigation. Global Realty, the organisation buying up houses in the neighbourhood Carl was investigating, have very firm links to the Church of Perfect Science, and they also have offices in Chicago. Finally, researching the house Carl was watching, 1424 Brown Avenue turns up a horrific prior history of strange occurrences, murders and suicides. The so-called Witch House of Evanston was apparently built by the splendidly named Remember Fletcher in 1928 after she was chased out of Massachusetts through accusations of witchcraft. A later owner, shock rocker Devon Razor, claimed to have communed with the old witch's spirit, saying she schooled him in the dark arts. Whether the stories are true, or a series of unfortunate coincidences, the house spent a lot of time unoccupied through the years, until one month ago, when it was bought by Mr and Mrs Watson, the couple Carl Day was employed to investigate. 
With some good old-fashioned computer use and library use roles under their belts, the party turned to Diana Chase, Carl's last client. Aaron calls her, but is still clearly suffering the effects of the previous night's bender. Josh grabs the phone and smooths things over, arranging a meeting the next day. And that's where we find our heroes, on the doorstep of a woman in her 60s with impressively coiffed hair, ready to hear her story. Let me tell you about when I first employed Carl Day. I'm not very proud of it. I, uh, I hired him at first to obtain evidence of my husband's cheating. Uh, ex-husband's, anyway. Then I rehired him to look into global realty. It uh, appears to be buying all the houses in my neighborhood uh, at above market values. It started uh, a month ago uh, when someone finally bought 1424, the house across from me. A young couple named Michael and Barbara Watson moved in and began renovating the house. I believe the Watsons might have found something of value as Besides construction workers, there have been people in suits coming and going from the house, including even uh, forensic investigators. The people at 1422 and 1423 sold their houses to Global Realty at 15% above market value. Less than two weeks ago, a man, Dave Sanders, approached me and made an offer for my house at 10% above market value. Now, I have strong sentimental feelings toward my home, so I refused the offer. But Sanders came back with another offer at 20% above market value, which made me suspect the Watsons must have discovered something, something good, maybe gold or oil. That would make the land's price go up, so I hired again Carl Day about a week ago to go get the real story. Now, I know there have long been rumors that 1424 Brown Avenue is haunted. I think that uh, some rock star lived there for a while. I, I'm not sure whether I believe in ghosts, but I did witness something strange about 10 years ago. A, a creepy howling coming from the house, which didn't quite sound like the wind or a dog and looking out my window I saw this strange blue light from the attic window. Moments later the light faded and the howling stopped simultaneously. I've never seen or heard anything like it since. Anyway, wh what, what, what did you ask me? Oh, thank you ever so much Mrs. Chase. You're, uh, you're being very helpful. Um, would you mind telling me, uh, the, the people making the offer on your home, what reason did they give for wanting to buy it? They didn't. They they said they're in investing. What does investing uh, mean? I don't know. I see. That Dave Sanders, he was such a charmer, but I don't fall for that kind of thing. You see, I've been cheated on by a man before. Oh, sorry, that's the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Plastic cat. What's he knocked off this time? I think it's a plastic glass this time. Oh god, so. I love this segment of every episode. <laughs> the, the bit where Noxical's cat throws something on the floor. Last week on Noxical's cat. Tell us what happened last time. Uh, so sorry, uh, she was saying that that somebody. What was the name she gave? Uh, Dave Sanders. Uh, is that one of the people who made the offer on your home? The man who visited. Yes. Have you had much uh, communication with Carl recently? Hmm. Let me see. Uh, coffee, dinner, shop. Uh, last time I talked to Carl was on the 7th of the month. I called him for an update. He told me he was still looking into things and he would get back in touch soon. So I've been waiting and you say he's, uh, he's hurt. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, no. In all honesty, we're not sure what's happened to Carl. Did it happen during this case? Did I do this? Sure it wasn't your fault, Mrs. Chase. Oh, 
whatever's happened, you you can't blame yourself, Mrs. Chase. It's it, it's not that. We're following up in case there's some link to the people he was looking into, uh, either on your behalf or for one of his other cases. He was a busy guy, you know. He seems to have found himself in hospital, and we're a little worried about him, that's all. We just want to see if we can find out anything more. Things we could share with the police, that kind of thing. Ah, uh, well, uh, I'm afraid I told you all I know. Uh, I can't imagine this this happening in any way. The Watsons, they seem like nice people. The, uh, the, they, they wouldn't do something. Like, was, he, was he attacked? Uh, it's uh, unclear. Unclear. How curious. And, uh... Have you spoken much to the Watsons? No, they... I mean, they keep to themselves, to be honest with you. They, they no. seem nice. They're, they're not around too much. I mean, I think uh, Michael works in computers or something, and Barbara's, like, out all day. So, uh, yeah, they seem nice. They, they seem okay. I don't know. Hmm, house is empty all day. Interesting, interesting. You didn't say that out loud, did you? No. Did <laughs> you, you rub your hands together and check your crowbar at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mrs. Chase, did you know people who lived in the house before the Watsons? Uh, like the Jensens, we, we hear they disappeared. It was only a severed hand left. Um, you know, uh, how long ago was that? The, that uh, does ring a bell. Uh, it would have been kind of early 2000s? Yeah, 2004, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a whole thing. I was, I was on holiday at the time, so I didn't hear much about it. But yeah, what, what a, what a curious thing. I, I think that, you know, living in a house with that kind of history makes people, you know, they, 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 they get affected. They, 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 they probably you know, drive themselves to do something just to continue the haunted rumours. Can we just roll psychology on this real quick? She probably was on mm. holiday and it's fine, but I just want to be sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've got decent psychology. Come on, fan roll dice. Oh my god, I fumbled. Yeah! Oh no! Brayden! Oh no. I failed with a 90. Oh, I got a hard success, sorry. Oh, uh, Aaron's a suspicious character, and he rolled a 15 on these beautiful opalite dice. That is a hard success under 35. Yay. So we have two hard successes, one failure and one fumble. Yes. Give it up, Mrs. Chase, if that is your real name. <laughs> she is the severed hand. <laughs> she, she's just 85 severed hands in a trench coat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we just pull off the like Scooby-Doo mask and it's just like Thing from the Adams Family under there. Yeah. <laughs> Sign languages, I would have got away with it too if it wasn't for you pesky kids. <laughs> exactly. You, Aaron and Josh feel like she's telling the truth. She seems curious, she seems concerned, she's trying to be helpful. Emily, you seem like this old lady's... You think he's just kind of weird. I. You don't know what, you know, she, she, she seems okay. And V, you feel this anger rush into your chest as you realize that Diana Chase is definitely hitting on Aaron. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. She's being quite subtle about it, but you can, you can see the signs. And you won't right. stand for it. <laughs> All right, give me a second to process this. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. How does one get across the overprotective girlfriend meme <laughs> in an audio podcast? <laughs> you can't do the eyes. V will start clicking at her, trying to get her attention. <laughs> Draw her eyes away from Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure that's all you're telling us? Nothing else you can add to it? Nothing that I can think of. You've been very generous with your time, uh, Mrs. Chase. Thank you ever so much. Uh, I do actually have a question for you. Uh, can you recommend uh, a private investigator by any chance? 
I seem to be out of one. Are you still just looking into the uh, realtor, or are you uh, have other work? Well, the realtor for now. I, I still don't have my answer, but you know, one at one finds uses. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that we're not in the uh, business of hanging out with private detectives all the time. Carl is genuinely just a friend we play poker with. Um, but uh, if we find out anything interesting as we try and dig around, we'll let you know. If you'll return the favor. Yes, that uh, that will be the fine. Okay, I'm going to give you my number, and uh, if you hear of anything, or you think of anything, or you hear from Carl, or, I don't know, they make any more offers on your house, I'd really appreciate it if you could let me know. Oh, I really hope I don't have to see that Sanders again. Ugh. You said he was charming, though, right? Well, try to be. I don't fall for that kind of stuff, you see. Uh, did he leave you a business card or anything, ma'am? So, uh, office address, anything like that? Uh... Yeah, yeah, sure. You mind if we uh, take this? Doesn't sound like you want to give him a call back. Well, yeah, you, you can have it. Thank you. Okay. Well, you have a lovely day. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for your time. We'll let you know if we hear anything about how Carl's doing. Thank you. Good luck. He's currently a table, so he should be fine. <laughs> <laughs> There's a very good carpenter looking after him. <laughs> As we're walking out, I'll do the sort of hissing whisper at V, like, what was the what was the clicking about, V? She's a nice old lady helping us out. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, did you see the way she was looking at Aaron? Couldn't take her fucking eyes off him. I mean, he is, he is kind of fascinating, but I mean... I'm... <laughs> Aaron stops scratching his ass. <laughs> but I say, what now? You know, it's cheaper than visiting the zoo. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. All right? We're out of that creepy old lady's house. That's all that matters. Fuck that lady. Let's go. Just <laughs> storm off. <laughs> Jesus. I do not know what her problem is these days. But look, we got this. She was just like this when I used to babysit her when she was 10. I heard that, Emily. <laughs> she used to have this crush... I'm not going to tell you who won, but she did used to have this crush, and she was just like this. There was a kid in the neighborhood. He had a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> I believe his name was Maul Plot. <laughs> <laughs> he fermented Paul Blood's name to be Maul, and he's a Maul. <laughs> Mall Mart, Mall Mart. <laughs> it's too perfect. We've gotten about what we're going to get from Diana Chase's house. We know that the realtors are basically buying up all the property around here, which is weird, right? If if mm -hmm. just that one house is magic or whatever, or haunted, or full of Cthulhu thetans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, that's the word. Yes. Why would they want the other ones unless, I don't know, unless whatever they can do is going to make a whole lot of weird noise? Maybe it's the land, the actual space that they're on, rather than the buildings mm -hmm. themselves. Yeah, native graveyard or ley lines or something. Yeah. Yeah. But what's our next move? I mean, we're, we're running out of legitimate avenues at this point. Well, we got this. And he holds up the business card. He's from, is it what they call global... Realty. Global realty, yeah. Is, it, yeah. is he a global realty person? Yeah. Try and find out why they're so interested in this area. See if, uh, I don't know, maybe this guy's amenable to, uh, God, I don't know, we pose as other interested parties looking at, uh, you know, people want to invest in an area when suddenly there's a whole lot of buying up and development, right? We could just yeah. Uh, yeah. pretend we're interested. Maybe there's a commission in it for him. We could we could claim to be friends of uh, Diana Chase and uh, possibly have ways of convincing her to sell up if they can uh, cut us into the deal. Ooh yeah, yeah he'd like that. That's smart. Um, yeah. The question is, are any of are any of us any good at lying? I'm just <laughs> going to go and check our real life character sheets to see how many points we have in fast talk. Uh, yeah, I got forty points. Oh, hell yeah. Hey. I do not have very much fast talk. I went the charm route. I don't have any. I'm happy to back up with a 
decent intimidate, but uh, only if things get ugly. Okay, so your plan is to go to a realtor's office and pose as other realtors who are interested in cutting a part of the deal? No, I like the friends of Miss Chase's who might be able to convince her. Who want or... money from the sale. Yeah, we, we might have a way of making her sell up if you can uh, cut us in on your deal. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. So give you cash to convince her? No, as in if when she sells, we want, you know, a little cut of their profits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's an appropriate amount? Houses are quite expensive. I mean, even saying, yeah. you know... Modern give day. Us, mm. Give us 5% or something, it probably seems reasonable, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Although we, yeah, can't, we yeah. can't just all go in, it will look properly dodged, right? Hi, we're, we're all the completely random <laughs> ramshackle collection of friends of Diana Chase. <laughs> Listen, she plays poker with us. She owes us quite a lot, all right? We need this. <laughs> She's got a huge gambling debt she wouldn't even realise. <laughs> that could be a good good cover story, though, you know, because we, mm. we all play poker, so, mm. you know, you know kind of season the lie with a bit of truth, yeah. What's that? You don't believe us? Look at this. We start unfolding a table <laughs> with, like, green bays on it, setting up, <laughs> like, huh? If I don't play poker, how would I know which cards are the good ones? <laughs> you see this? <laughs> all red. I know all the words. Deuces. <laughs> Deuces. Uh... And what information are you trying to get with this stunt? Yeah, right. What, You're what just trying to get money because... <laughs> no, we're, try, we're trying to see if we can get anything out of them about why they want to own all of the houses. That's, it's, a, it's, a fair po- it's a fair point, right? <laughs> Even if we get this... They're not gonna. He's not gonna go. He's not gonna let slip. Like ho ho, a fellow scoundrel. I see. Yeah. Well, I shall tell you the truth about the secret Cthulhu powers that we're going to get from her house. He'll just say it's an investment opportunity or some bollocks, won't he? Yeah, he will. I'm very happy mm. to fast forward this scene if it's just like utter garbage. I was just vaguely hoping, since he's probably just some schmuck in it for the commission, right? Maybe we just get him nice and chatty, as people are when they think they're going to make a bundle off of you, and maybe he'll let slip something about, like, yeah, really weird, they're trying to buy up all the houses, but, like, just the ones with these numbers, because, <laughs> I don't know, what called significance or something, haha, <laughs> wackos, anyway, like, the tiniest crumb. Guys, I've also got a USB rubber ducky, which is a real-life hacking tool. I can just plug it into the person's computer and then upload a... Uh... I don't know, a keylogger or something like that, and then get access to their passwords, and then we can hack into their system. And then read their emails. So if you can get me close enough to a computer, I can get into it, yeah. Yes! Okay, what is a rubber Excellent. ducky? Uh, honestly, it I don't know, but it's a thing that hackers use. <laughs> I just sort of <laughs> plug it into their, their computer, and then it like uploads a program of my choosing on the USB drive onto their thing. I, I understand computers. You're going Love to it. plug a literal rubber duck into the <laughs> USB port, and that's going to hack saws the computer. You pour a nice bubbly bath. <laughs> so in which case, V needs to go in with somebody else. Yeah, my business partner. I mean, you could easily claim to be Diana Chase's, you know, niece or something. Yeah. And, you know, the other person to go in with you could be your boyfriend. Yeah, Aaron. Or your husband, or your... <laughs> Aaron takes a smart step backwards. <laughs> uh, don't look at me, I, I ain't... You know me, I ain't got such a good poker face. I'll come in if he needs roughing up. We're, we're not yeah. just gonna... We're just. We're not just gonna stroll into a realtor's office and beat somebody up, just to be well, clear. Yeah, no, exactly. That's why I'm saying I shouldn't come in. Okay, well, what we need is somebody to... I don't know, create a distraction of some sort so that V can do what she wants to do. I mean, just to be clear, are we seriously talking about breaking the law now? Because we've been okay. We we've maybe skirted with the edges of the law, checking the uh, checking the safe and things, and perhaps entering crime scenes ahead of the police. But look, it's just computer stuff, okay? It's not real crimes. <laughs> <laughs> how about how about V goes in, talks to the realtor, and then in comes Aaron to talk to the receptionist and does his cop thing and uh, says I need to speak to you about whatever. Takes her off to a side room, does a little interview, B leaves, and uh, goes out into the reception and plugs in the duck rubber thing, whatever it's called, while the reception is out. Yeah, yeah, that works. That is a great idea. 
Uh, what do I interview her about? I don't know, some crime. Although I don't, I don't know what uh, what kind of files I'm gonna find on her computer. I need someone higher up. Can't you get into the network or whatever? Yeah. Are they not like I don't know? Do they not talk to each other? Computers somehow? I don't know. I just want to remind everyone that this is modern day. You're not going to enter a 1920s like office with one guy and his receptionist. This is a big corporation <laughs> that has offices in London and Berlin as That's well. That's a fair point as well. Yeah. Um, You're saying there's not going to be like a steam speaking tube. It will have cameras, it will have security yeah. 24-7, it will have passwords, it will have various people mm. in the offices. This Chicago is quite a oh, big yeah, They're literally called yeah. Global. Okay. Um, mm, I'm yeah. not sure. If you're imagining like a little <laughs> two-person office where you can just run around and do things and other people's computers, uh, you're, you're in for a bigger heist than that. <laughs> yeah. I pretty much was. Yeah. <laughs> now I want you to imagine a massive, like, yeah. You, you still want to do the hacking, but in the 1920s. Modern day Call of Cthulhu is weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's difficult. 1920s hacking involves a crowbar. We know this guy's name. It might be of use to us in future, but we'd probably be just as well focusing our searches in on this realtor company a little more closely. I mean, I did the basic Google searches, but, you know, maybe V can do a better job or maybe there's stuff at Company's House or whatever it's whatever it's called that could tell us more about the actual company. Let's go look up his Facebook account and his, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Does he have a phone number on there? Uh, if it's a business card, I would assume so. <laughs> he would, wouldn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, but his, he, the office, his office number, yeah. That's the right. name of the carrier pigeon he prefers. <laughs> Are we sure, we sure a realtor wouldn't have his mobile on there? Because they were always out in the field, so to speak. Maybe he has yeah. a work mobile. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's uh, look him up first. We'll Google search him. Okay, so to further dig into global realty in general, it's either a computer user or an accounting role. And to specifically search for mentions of Dave Sanders, uh, it's either a computer use or a library use. Okay, I'm very good at those. Uh, so the first one for global realty, I'll do computer use. And I'll... Ugh. I'm <laughs> off by seven. I got 78. Uh, I have luck to spend, but I could easily push it and probably succeed. How would you push it? Uh, I'm going to expose myself to their <laughs> to Aaron. <depiction>. Yeah. <laughs> I get naked. I always hack better when I'm nude. <laughs> I, I'm going to leave the potential for my uh, data to be traced by them. Is that okay? <laughs> what, you might get a virus. <laughs> yes, computer stuff. I love it. Well, I guess what he's saying is, he's, is you know, that V's getting a bit sort of desperate and sloppy. And if, if, if this is a fail, then tracing it back to her is, mm-hmm. you know, if they find evidence of somebody yeah. looking into things they shouldn't. Be able no, to they can the probably also access her nudes. <laughs> they get on her <laughs> iCloud and it's a, it's a mess. She keeps sending these news to some guy called Aaron for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pushing the roll. Let's roll again. Here we go. And I failed. No! Oh, Brayden! <laughs> oh, come on. The are going on the internet. You managed to learn that uh, Global Realty is a subsidiary of Future Corp, uh, <laughs> a business with strong ties to the Church of Perfect Science, and they share many of the same board members. However, unfortunately, in the meantime, you accidentally sent a boob, sh- boob pic to Aaron, <laughs> and also you can be traced. <laughs> uh, not again. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you feel like uh, whenever they look into their online ecosystem, they will find traces of your digital footprint. Ah? Yeah. Do I sound like I know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? Great job. Ah, very yes, convincing. you've left internet debris <laughs> jiggles all over the scrim donker <laughs> do you want to try a computer use again or a library use i'll definitely take a computer use and i just rolled a 20 so that's a hard success okay okay uh so this one is a much easier search 
you find that Sanders lives in Deerfield, north of Evanston. He's married with two teenage children. You can see that he has been a member of the Church of Perfect Science since 2010. In terms of his social media, he seems to have a keen interest in most well-known science fiction TV shows, uh, with various cosplay photos of him in uniform or attire from a variety of shows for the 1960s to modern day. So Dave Sanders is a cosplayer. Nice. Awesome. An evil cosplayer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is the final confrontation for this campaign <laughs> going to be at Comic-Con? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, and that's, uh, that's all from this search. I'm assuming you've gone back to V's house for this. Yeah, I would think so. V's hacking cave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, that's all I can gather. Uh, Aaron, I accidentally sent something to your phone. I'm sorry. Uh, look at that later if you want. Uh, Aaron, don't look. Don't look. Oh my God, Aaron. Don't look. <laughs> Aaron does look, and his face does not change. And then he puts his phone down. Uh, uh, good. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, I found where this Dave Sanders guy lives. Does he live in that mansion? The lakeside mansion? It doesn't sound like it. The Church of Perfect Science. They had, they had the house, right? No, that mansion was in North Lakeshore Drive. This is somewhere in Deerfield. If he's a paid-up member of the church, there's no way he's going to tell us anything of use, right? I wouldn't think so. Probably. It sounds like these guys are a proper cult. So how do we find out more about them? I mean... I don't know. How are they linked into all of this? Do we go to one of their services? I don't think that's how they work, is it? They don't just have a church you can rock up to. They do have... What did they call it? A visitor center or something? Perfect science center. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we I could mean, we stop by. But what what are we gonna what are we gonna do there and how does it help us find out what happened to Carl? Sign up. I'm I'm not joining a cult. Strange voice in my head. <laughs> um, what about what about Future Corp? Is it worth us trying to to follow follow the internet on that or is it just gonna say the same sort of stuff? That's all you found. Yeah, strong yeah. ties to the Church of Perfect Science. These guys are giving me the real willies, and... <laughs> and V's giving you the boobies. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> the real boobies. <laughs> um, I can't, I can't believe I'm saying this, but something smells real rank about all of this. I don't trust them. I don't know what they're doing with these houses, but it can't be good. Uh, we could go poke around in them. This, you know, mystery murder house. Mm -hmm. These are the play. Maybe, I mean, that one's inhabited, but these are the ones they're buying. I don't know. I don't, jeez, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what I, I got weird pictures in my head. Maybe it's all those old movies I watch, but just, nah, it's stupid. F forget I said anything. No, 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 no. No, Wait. no you go no. on. Yeah. You tell us. Yeah, it's real good, Marshmallow. I can't shake the idea that... <laughs> Don't call me that, all right? <laughs> I can't shake the feeling that they're doing something weird with these, you know, not just flipping these properties for a higher resale value. Or I mean, they're buying up weird old ghost murder houses. And someone did something to Carl and just this weirdo cult. And it's just, I don't know. It's all just mixing together weird in my head. I just want to get in there and look around. They're trying to cover up the evidence, you think. Something happened to Carl in that house. Because he took pictures. We know he's been there. Outside, though. There's got to be a link, right? Yeah, like he got too close to something and they had to... Like, I don't know who would ship into Antarctica to keep him quiet, but, like, this is what he was doing. It's got to be significant. He found something and he found too much of something. Why don't we go talk to the Watsons? Well, or... Mrs. Chase said the Watsons are uh, out at work during the day. She said that uh, yeah. Barbara is out. Oh, so uh, Michael does something with computers possibly from home. I mean, we could, uh, I don't know, stake the place out? Is that a <laughs> thing? Yeah. 
Not from Diana's house, though. Why? <laughs> she's, a, she's a nice old lady that lives across the street. She'd be, you know. It is a pretty perfect spot. Buy her a box of donuts, and I'm pretty sure she'd let us look out of her windows. Totally. I mean, Fine. she paid Carl to find out what was going on, right? All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the other option is we, what, we sit in a car or a van or something and, and try and stare out of the windows? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't get issued cars for that sort of thing anymore. I mean, I'm sure some of us have cars, though, right? Yeah, let me tell you, though, it don't matter how many snacks you buy, a stakeout in a car is, woof, is boring, all right? You want to be in a house if you can manage it. They're much more likely to notice a car than they are to notice her people across the street in a house. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. The, prob- the only problem with doing that is if we do it from Mrs. Chase's house and we see them leave and we then run across the street to break in, Mrs. Chase knows that we were there observing the house and then ran across the street to break in. It means there's there's a witness. Now, she may be a, a nice old lady and she may be broadly pulling in the same direction as us, but that doesn't mean she'll be quiet if a policeman asks her any questions. All right, look, I don't want to get into a uh, police force lingo, but what we do is we split the party. some of us watches from the old broad's house and i don't know what's happened to his voice i feel like it's getting uh weirder said well he's still hung over we'll call it that and then the rest of us are ready to strike as soon as we hear the coast is clear i mean (laughs) this is the modern day we've all got phones yeah breaking and entering it's new I don't know, man. Something's come over me. Eh, This isn't like me at all. We should just be telling the cops, probably, but it's just, it's so thin. They're not going to believe us. There's nothing to hand over. I know what happens to cases like this. They're not going to coordinate with law enforcement down in, you know, South America or Antarctica. I mean, God knows what's going on over there. I don't know whose jurisdiction that is. So if we don't look into this, I don't know who's going to. And Carl's just going to rot in a hospital. I've heard those penguin cops are pretty, pretty lazy. <laughs> Maybe there's an easy way into the house. I mean, Carl took the photos, right? How did he get in? I think he took them from outside. They were outside, weren't they? they it was, it was yeah. photos of the were property they? and some strange carvings on like door frames and chisel. Oh, mm. was it taken through a window? Yeah. I, th- I think it was just, I think it was just like photos of the outside of the, well, Let's let's wander past the house. Are there carvings on the outside of the house? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was, wasn't it? Phaedra, the photos? I think they were through the window. Oh, okay. Well, that that might be enough. You know, we might see something through the window. Oh, some some outside and some inside, yeah. Oh, are they all through windows or did it look like he got in? The picture was from outside, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So he took some photos through some windows. It, it's probably still worth going and seeing because you know maybe there's bits of the house and other symbols that he didn't see and we will i don't want you guys to call me paranoid but we can't discount the possibility that it was taken these pictures that got carl noticed and disappeared all right so i mean i don't know if this church is in league with cartels or something like anything could be happening businesses this big this corrupt uh who knows what they're up to? We just got to watch our backs, okay? So, what, you you think that whoever this was had the Carl actually shipped all the way to Argentina? Look, <laughs> as weird as it sounds, it kind of looks like the most likely explanation to me right now. You know, I, I don't want to believe it, but yeah... It, Given the alternatives, I I think that is the simplest explanation. Somebody needed him to be a long way away, like a long, 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 long way away. Let's ask a simple question here, right? If these people wanted to deal with Carl and they wanted the problem to go away, would they ship him to Antarctica in an unusual (laughs) outfit or would they just kill him? I hear you, man, but the plain fact is he turned up in Antarctica. Yeah. Maybe they gave him an ultimatum, you know, leave now, be gone, other side of the other side of the world. 
And he was like, on this handy plane to Antarctica. <laughs> well, I better get out of town as far as I can, straight to Penguin Land. <laughs> get the first greyhound you find when you get out of here. Oh, no, it's going to Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was an actual penguin in charge of the cult. No, not every ruthless business would resort straight to murder. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying we should be careful, okay? We, we can't assume these people will be nice if they catch us snooping around. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. What are they going to do, set Tom Cruise on us? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, his name is, uh, where is it? Tony Tedesco. Tony Tedesco. Tony Tedesco and, is that Tom mm-hmm. Cruise? I love it. In your most recent research around the church, you learned that uh, Tony Tedesco had his genitals removed at the beating bidding of the Church of Perfect Science. What? Mm. Cool. It says on the internet. His entire set of genitals. Yeah, it's all of it. The other question, though, is does Tony Tedesco have a tooth uh, symmetrically in the middle of his face like uh, Tom Cruise does? <laughs> yeah, it does. It's fascinating. It's fascinating, yeah. Yes. I can't unsee that anymore. <laughs> I, w- I have a picture of him, actually. What kind of picture? Tony Tedesco, not a genital one, okay. for sure. <laughs> it's a photo of him <laughs> scooping his genitals off with an ice cream scoop. But, like, was it as like as a ritual thing as a publicity like this isn't some kind of transition surgery presumably that's how they become enlightened perhaps oh my god tony tedesco is a 1980s pop star as far as i can tell (laughs) there are some real sort of rick astley sort of bros vibes going on from that picture oh yeah damn hey uh all right shall we get to this house then stake it out i think we should I reckon so. We can always come up with a better idea once we're there. I mean, the stakeout is a pretty long business. Yeah. Are we going to Diana's house? Should we call her maybe before we show up with like suitcases and that? Someone else call her, maybe. Yeah, not you. I don't think I made like such a good first impression. I'm happy to call her back, but seriously, what are we attempting to achieve? Are we just watching? The house for a while and leaving it at that? Or are we watching the house with some other people being called in to break in? What what are we doing? I think we tell her plan A, the first thing you said, but then we do plan B. We tell her we're just like retracing Carl's steps, you know? We're trying to get inside the mind of the man. See who visits the house. Yeah. I'm thinking two people to watch in shifts might be uh, maybe her limit. And then the other two of us can uh, find some other base of operations. And yeah, it's probably going to have to be a car uh, to just, you know, be nearby, be ready. So one group, we just have to hope one group gets lucky. You want her to let you you stay in her house overnight while she sleeps? Yeah. I'm a police officer. I can Mm -hmm. be trusted. Yep. All right. I can see. I can try and talk to her and see what she's willing to do, but... um, we have to be prepared for her saying no. And second of all, again, if anything goes south here, if we get caught breaking into a house, if, you know, we leave behind any sign that we've broken into a house and they ask the neighbors for, you know, did you see anything? Oh, no, I didn't see anything except for the crazy people <laughs> that stayed in my front room for the last four days staring at that house. <laughs> I believe their names were this, and one of them gave me their phone number. <laughs> okay, so so what I'm hearing is maybe we should go with the car. I, I, th- I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Unless right. Got to, and, 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 and then it probably is worth taking it in shifts, right? So we use several different cars. Yeah, you're not wrong. And the worst part of it is got to stay out of her way as well because she knows us. I think that'll be fine. Yeah. So we're going to stake uh, this house out for a few days? Is that our plan? Yeah, I guess so. Is there anything else sensible that we could be doing? It's only going to take one, maybe two people to stake out the house at a time. Is there something the rest of us could be doing? Is there any other lead to chase down? Uh, other than this perfect science place. Mm-hmm. We could check out this center, but we're just going to get the, like, uh, yeah, cures all ills, gives you enlightenment, uh, gets rid of your space ghost blood kind of sales pitch. I, uh, I feel pretty confident talking to him if anyone wants to join me, but 
I don't know what I'm going to get out of it. Yeah. We can't exactly say, hey, did you guys kidnap our friend and send him to Antarctica? (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe there's something at the center about Argentina or Antarctica. Uh, Something we haven't considered. Maybe Carl did go there on his own volition. You know, maybe if there is something in Antarctica, some, I don't know, some prophet lives there or whatever. I know it's a long way to go. Carl knew his business, would not have shown up like delirious uh, in a weird environment suit, wouldn't have gone alone, wouldn't have like called us to say he was okay and we should come meet him in a coffee house. There's a lot of holes in the idea that Carl went there willingly and that there isn't some kind of weird, it started to sound like a weird conspiracy. Oh, God, we called him after he'd been found. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's real fucked up. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think something big's happening here. Someone wanted him to disappear. They, like, they got a fake call to call us. I'm, I'm really starting to, like, I don't know. I don't trust any of this. Fake call? You mean, you, you think that was somebody who wasn't Carl? Or they were, like, I don't know, threatening him to pretend everything was okay. I don't know. We got photo evidence at at a hospital willing to vouch for the fact that the guy is in South America right now. Like, who was on the end of that phone? I I, I don't know. It sure sounded like Carl, though. Yeah. I mean, you could do that shit with recordings and, I don't know, AI voices like V. Back me up here. Yeah, I could. I don't, I just, I don't know. We might be on something big here. Okay. Yeah. Let's put together a schedule for staking the house out for a couple of days, using as many of our cars as we can so that we we don't draw too much attention. And we just, I guess, observe, see who comes and goes, see if there's any time of day when they both seem to be reliably out of the house in case we do decide to do something drastic, you know? And if that doesn't turn anything up, then I think our options are we, we actually knock on the door and we ask them, if they know anything about our friend. If we don't see them doing anything unusual, is there any reason not to assume they're just reasonable people that happen to belong to a strange cult that mind controls people and turns them into zombies and worships aliens? Don't forget the part about cutting off your genitalia. Yeah. I mean, that was one guy. (laughs) Uh, I would recommend that's the first thing we do, is we ask to see Michael Watson's genitalia, just immediately. (laughs) Hi, Mr. Watson, I'm here to check your junk. (laughs) I thought you were going to suggest we all cut off our genitalia in preparation. (laughs) How else are we going to fit in? Sign of good faith, listen. We've come here, junk in hand, to uh, please be allowed to join your cult. I brought an ice cream scoop and everything. You don't think they did that to Carl, do you? I mean, the hospital would have mentioned, I feel like, if he'd been, you know, operated (laughs) upon. He was suffering from exposure and a severe case of missing genitalia. (laughs) Just real localized frostbite. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, stake out. Stake out. Stake out. Always the most exciting part of any adventure. Let's do it in real time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. We'll just sit here very quietly for the next 12 hours. Mm-hmm. Well, realistically, what skills are actually going to be important in a stakeout, right? Spot hidden. Survival car. Stealth. Survival <laughs> car. You've got to hold that P. Is, okay, so I'm good at neither spot hidden nor stealth. Who is good at those things? Because we ought to s- separate ourselves into groups where we have decent people in each one. 45 spot hidden. I got 35 spot hidden, but no stealth other than 20 base. I think it me, guys, former cop. I got 51 mm-hmm. spot hidden, 35 stealth. How's your con? Make sure you don't fall asleep. Oh, that's a good point. Um, my con, since you ask, is 48, just a shade below average. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, I'm below average here too, 45. I mean, if Aaron is the best at this kind of thing, he should probably be on the day shift with somebody else and the people who are a bit less good at being stealthy take the night shift mm. yeah. and try and stay awake they get the challenge of staying awake rather than the challenge of you know not being too conspicuous in a street that might see people going back and forth on it so much yeah that makes sense I also have good fast talk so I could like lie away out of someone coming up to the window or something yeah then I think I think 
I think as much as it's going to pain V for us to suggest it, we probably need to separate V and Aaron, right? So we've got <laughs> one vaguely <laughs> competent person on each shift. Makes sense. You know, because if it's if it's Emily and Josh on the night shift, we're going to get distracted discussing some boring thesis and then both fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> and not be able to see anything anyway with our terrible spot hidden. Josh, you and me. We're taking the night shift? Yeah. Suits me. I'm not that keen on sleep anyway. Okay, Aaron. Sounds like it's you and me, Professor Strauss. Guess I'm a deputy now. <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, get you a badge. Yeah. Puckish part of me really wants to say, CV, <laughs> Emily's his deputy now. No! <laughs> Her jaw is clenched. <laughs> <laughs> Even without you saying it, I'm sure her jaw is clenched. <laughs> okay. Number 1424 is the last house on the left at the end of the block. Uh, it looks to have been recently renovated, but otherwise looks much as it would have in the 1920s. When you first arrive in the morning, there is one car in the driveway. The curtains are closed, and over time you realize they're closed at all times. And all the doors and windows are also closed. All day. And night, obviously. Can I get a spot hidden, please? A daytime or a nighttime spot hidden? Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime. Ooh, 33, yes. Uh, you notice first, Emily, that numerous hidden cameras are on the outside of the house. Pointing in any particular direction? Uh, all over. Okay. That is good info. Yep. Uh, if you point them out, to Aaron, you might know that these are state-of-the-art, very expensive security cameras. With a success in spot hidden, you also notice the odd symbols uh, on archways, walls. They appear quite old and some have been painted over and are faint. During the day, you also realize that Michael rarely leaves the house. Um, in two of the three days, he left for around two hours. Um, and returned with some groceries, but not every day. And Barbara has left the premises every day until the evening, but Michael has been in all the time besides those couple of hours, two of the three days. And three days have passed. What is the date now? It's the 13th of December. Oh, well done, Bryn, thank you. Oh, so it's probably really cold in these cars. Yeah. Because mm. we can't keep them idling the whole time. Are the students even at uh, university at this time of year? Yeah, 13th. Are they on break? That's oh, actually yeah. a really good question. The autumn quarter ends on December 10th. Sure does. So there we go. Excellent. So we've, so, so we've been able to not worry about our jobs. Awesome. Perfect. Well, I'm sure the more, I'm sure the campus cop is still supposed to be on campus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm officially off sick. Uh, but you lot, you just have a load of uh, grading papers to do, I expect. Or, exactly, yeah. Yeah, preparing for next semester's lessons. Josh probably just bluffs his way through a lot of that anyway. <laughs> Getting by on a wing and some charm. <laughs> uh, old languages, who even knows? Uh, so yeah, that's what you learn over three days of staking out. And we don't see anybody else come to the house. Yeah, not at the moment. All right, let's admit it. This has been a bust. That guy never leaves and they got state-of-the-art home security. I mean, this place is Fort Knox. It's not true he never leaves. He leaves for a few hours a few hours on two out of three days. It's just if we were going to... I mean, it's just it's in the middle of the day, and if we were going to break in, we would have to be wearing balaclavas or something. It's not a predictable pattern. I mean, what if he's not heading to the, you know, the store? He's just going to get a haircut, and he's back in 20. Yeah. What about the other houses? Um, we could have had a look at those while we were there. The other houses they've bought, does, is there any sign of anybody in those at all? They're completely abandoned. So they've bought the houses and there's no sign that they're renovating them or there's no for sale sign up or anything like that. Weird. Hmm. Probably padlocked and everything. Yeah. Where do you uh, think she goes in the day, Barbara? We could follow her. Yeah. Let's do that tomorrow. 
Yeah. I mean, we wasted enough time. I guess we may as well. Do we want to check out this center as well? I mean, we don't all have to show up at a workplace. Maybe she works at the center. Two birds. Seems fair. Also, Phaedra, um, I assume that we've been calling, you know, the Rio Grande Hospital periodically to check that Carl is still a table. <laughs> yeah, he has been a table. He's, he's a chair right. now. Wonderful. <laughs> he's, become a, he's become a dresser. <laughs> okay, well, if we do go to this uh, perfect science centre, what are we trying to achieve? What are we going to find out that we haven't found out from watching those documentaries and Google searching? Uh, I mean, if we're lucky, they'll have a nice big info board up that's like... Our new temple quarter. We're gonna knock down all these weird old motor houses and build a special uh, space pyramid. <laughs> just to be clear, it's not a whole street of murder houses, it's just the one murder house. <laughs> <laughs> the others are murder houses in waiting. They want to be murder houses when they grow up. <laughs> they worked very hard at house school. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get a scholarship. What do you think happens if uh, we knock on that door? And we talked to Barbara, or Michael, was it? Uh, what was the other fellow's name? Yeah, Michael. Yeah, Barbara and Michael. And we ask, have you seen our friend? Did you meet him? What the hell's going on? If they're involved, that's going to tip them off. There's no legitimate way he ended up where he is now. I can't imagine them just being like, oh yeah, uh, he took a bunch of illicit pictures of our home, uh, we saw him on the CCTV we had installed, uh, invited him in for a slice of pizza, and then he told us he was going to Antarctica on, like, uh, you know, <laughs> just for fun. But V's got a point, right? Even if they try and spin some bullshit, we might have a chance of recognizing his bullshit. I mean, if they seem cagey, if they seem uncommunicative, why would you be uncommunicative, right? A nice person turns up at your house, says, "Hey, I'm really worried about my friend. The last time he was seen, he was uh, he was he was round about these streets. This is what he looks like. Have you seen him? We're worried about him. He's been missing for a week. That's a reasonable question. Yeah, it is. It just tips him off. That's all. Well, I mean, what do we do at this point that doesn't tip somebody off? We can still follow the woman before we do it, but." Let's do the other, let's do the following stuff first. I like that. Okay, we follow her, and then are we gonna go to the, the science center? Yeah, so are you doing them in order, or are you splitting up? I think we all cram onto um, Aaron's Segway. Yeah. And we chase <laughs> after her on the Segway when she leaves for work. <laughs> Very slowly chasing after her. Yeah, up to, up to eight miles an hour or whatever it is they can do. Aaron's very suspicious, but I am happy to talk to these people if we just... Because I feel like we're fast running out of leads. Mm. Yeah. Let's follow her and see where she goes. Let's do it all together. Yeah, let's stick together rather than splitting the party and go from there. So you follow Barbara Watson to work. And she leads you to the perfect science center. God nice. damn it. Aha. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. 46 West Washington Street in downtown Chicago. The Perfect Size Center possesses a modern, almost futuristic design. And you're in luck, it's open to the public. Perfect. We're going in. You enter into a welcome lounge. There are greeters on staff who are dressed very conservatively, who eagerly approach you and other guests. Welcome to the Perfect Science Center. Are you interested in finding peace and community through science? <laughs> they say. And this is where we're going to end <laughs> this episode. <laughs> this brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Brayden, Noxicals, Lydia Hall, and of course, our amazing co-editor, Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars right, where you get access to episodes a week early. What's that? We have a new patron on board. That's right. Thank you so much for your support, Brendan Heydrich. May the omens be ever in your favor. And don't forget, 
you can get 10% off on chaosium.com using code STARS10, one use per customer only. We'll be back shortly to record Beyond the Madness for our Cold Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community as well as all of our social media links on our website at starsaride.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. Before moving on to this week's Beyond the Madness, I'd like to urge our lovely fans to leave us a review and let us know what you think. Reviews help us reach more people and give us that extra boost of enthusiasm to keep doing what we love. You can find all the places you can review us at starsaride.com forward slash reviews. Thank you.